This episode of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast is brought to you by Zephyr CMS. It's a modern cloud-based CMS system that's licensed only to agencies. You can find them at ZephyrCMS.com. More about this later in the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast. This is John Jance and my guest today is Ricky Kalman. He is an American stage hypnotist, motivational speaker, TV personality, and the author of Leverage Your Mindset, Overcome Limiting Beliefs and Amplify Your Life. Be less stressed, be happier, and be more mindful. There's a lot of promise in that subtitle. So, Ricky, thanks for joining us. <laughs> Actually, my publisher said, Ricky, you want all that? I said, yes. I want it all on there because I'm all about marketing and I want people to know this isn't just one book that's going to do one thing. It's multiple things. That's right. And I want to put you on the right path. So, yes, I know there's a long tagline on there. That's And, and there's nothing in there that people wouldn't want. So why not? Right. So uh, uh, listeners may have heard me say that you're a hypnotist. So um, explain how that how a hypnotist gets on my show, because first <laughs> off, it's the first time I think I've ever had one. But also, how does a hypnotist come to write a book about mindset? Yeah, you, you didn't know that you actually ha are having me on the show. That's the great thing here. What else do you need? Yeah, I, will, uh, I will wake up in two minutes and not remember any of this. All right. Yeah, that's how I got married. <laughs> Uh, you know, my career started as a young kid and I'm not going to bore you with the details, but you know, it's, it, there's no overnight success here. Um, I wrote a very unique show in my teens because everybody was doing hypnosis the same way. They were copycatting the same look, this yeah. swinging watch and I'm going to put you under and I just like, whoa. And I was blown away by this is not what it is, but you know, like magicians were for years, not to categorize the same, but you know, it was that stereotypical a top hat. And, and then of course, you know, and, and again, it just, this, this spiral happened and then Copperfield came and then Doug Henning was also in the same realm. And then we had, we jump ahead and we got David Blaine doing stuff and he didn't look like a magician. And then you got, you know, Chris Angel and, I, I really had this vision of doing something. And, and most people, when they look at what I do, they don't really think of a hypnotist. My hidden agenda, John, was to really educate people to a really simple technique of relaxation, to remove doubt, fears, and focus on one thing and make that one thing true to what's going on right now. Now, that's what happens in the show. So if it happens in the show to individuals on stage, why can't we do this every day in our life? Why can't we become a better leader, a better salesperson, a better friend, a better spouse, a better coach, teacher, what have you? And I know that I'm just throwing stuff out there, but it's so true because most of what we do and most of what we want to do, that decision is made between our ears. <laughs> and so my job is to help people navigate those waters. And, and so when you ask me, how does a hypnotist get to be on your show is, you know, it's, I don't really lead with it most of the time. And I'm so glad you did because it lets it gets, get the elephant out of the room here. Yes. I, my training was a hypnotist, but my training was teaching people how to be a hypnotist. Yeah. You were 10 and you joined the circus and that's a way more interesting story than, you know, most, most of my guests, let's just face yeah. it. Um, so, so tell me this, did, did this idea of, of, people's mindset. I, I mean, did you discover that, you know, in like, again, first you wanted to be a star on TV or on the stage, right? You know, and that's what maybe started the journey, but then you made some discoveries about human beings maybe in doing this show. I mean, is, is that how it evolved or did you really start from scratch and say, you know what, I can, you know, I can help people with their mindset. You know, I had somewhat of that vision 
but I will tell you it was the life learned journey and the the yeah. education even today that as I was doing this, I was self-discovering. I was finding a better version of myself. I was figuring out how I can transcend this message. So yes, I I will say that I did have this this vision, but now this vision is has grown more than you know, I'm glad that it's grown more than what I've expected. And and you know what? Maybe that shows other people that you just kind of push yourself and, and do things that are outside your comfort zone at times because that's where we learn, you know, we yeah, become better. I, I think we're all, I mean, I think most of us are just experiencing life and we stumble into something, you know, that because we were chasing stuff that seemed interesting to us. I mean, I, I, I think many entrepreneurs, in hindsight at least, will tell you that's maybe how they got to where they are. Um, we've, we've used the word mindset several times. You've used it several times. I mean, is, is there a definition for that? Like, how, how do you make that in context of, you know, yeah. that's a day to day? That's a great question. But, you know, I think that's up to the individual. I mean, I think everybody's mindset is unique to them. So when they said, go have a great mindset, go have a great mind, be mindful. And we use those words so cavalier-like, but we have to understand, and this is what I teach people all the time. I want people to understand. It's like, what your your feelings, your emotions, those are yours, own them, own them. But I, I think it's a matter of, look at it this way. Your mindset is like software. You know, right. it runs who you are. John, you get up in the morning, John, you, you look in the mirror and you say, this is going to be a great day or this is, this is horrible. That depends on you and what your software says. And you get to choose what that software is, not the software. And that's where I think people get hung up on life. Even in, in business, they, they use their mindset or their excuses while they failed because they believe they were going to fail. My mind got the best of me. Really? Whose is it? You know, I just went ahead and ate all those Oreo cookies. Well, you know what? I'll start my diet next week. You know, I could never be as rich or successful as the guy down the street. And listen, I, I'm not selling some magic bill here. And I'm not going to, if you, if you think I'm going to sell you something, I'm not going to disappoint you. I will sell you something, but I will sell you on yourself. And that's the key. I mean, that's, I know that sounds simple and people go, well, that can't be that easy. But you've been in this world for how many years? And you, some of the, sometimes the simplest things that you've experienced in your life and your teaching and your coaching and your your serve, service to your clients sometimes are the simplest things. You know, it's funny when you, you use the metaphor of software. Um, you know, one of the things that I see happens with a lot of people is, you know, software is a program. It is pre-programmed to do certain things. <laughs> and, and, and those things are automated in a lot of ways in software. And I think that that's... In some ways, that's probably the negative aspect or or I think the aspect that most people come under the influence of is that, you know, we're, we almost get to the point where we're not making decisions anymore. We're, we're just like, oh, when this happens, I do this. And, and, I, yeah. I, and so so talk a little bit about this idea well, yeah. of re, reprogramming, you, are. <laughs> you know, the software. Because over a lifetime, our personalities, who we are, our skills, our traits, our, 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 our talent becomes our software. And it serves us at that moment. But sometimes that software, like on our phones, gets corrupted by a thought or a feeling or an expression or even an experience. And when I say it gets corrupted, it just might lead us in a direction that doesn't serve our purpose now. And so if you don't allow that software to change, if you don't allow that software uh, an update, like on our apps, we are constantly updating those devices to make them work better. And we will cover them. We put a protective case around them. We put a shield on them. But do we do the same thing for ourselves? I mean... Listen, we, we, you and I can talk for an hour, but we're not going to do that. Uh, the point is this. I, I want people to realize is that 
the simplicity of step back and, and hit the pause button. And maybe what's guiding you now isn't what you want it to be. And you, you have a choice. So I think you say this somewhere in the book that people create their reality. Um, and I don't think anybody would, well, some people might, might uh, argue that, but I think most people get that, you know, but what really holds us back? I mean, I think if we fundamentally understand something, mm -hmm. I need to exercise, I need to eat better. I need, you know, all the things that hold people back. I mean, why don't we do them? Like, why don't we just go buy another book that tells us the same right. thing? We make a really good point. So let's, let's add to that. Okay. So if you want to do those things, I need to do those things. Could you give me a structure that's specific for you of how to do those things? So if somebody wants to be more successful and they're in a business and they're driving, they're, they're, they're helping their clients and they're serving them with a with their, with customer service or a product to be more successful. Couldn't you come up with a plan, a blueprint of, of what you should be doing? Yeah. And same thing with losing weight or even sleeping better or being happier, being, most of us know what to do. So your question is what, why don't we do it? Yeah. Why, why don't we, well, cause I, I think that we get in the way of our own success. We sabotage our success before we start based on whether we think we can achieve it. You see, if we don't think we can achieve something, why try or why try? Cause like losing weight, what's oh, just too hard right now? I'll start next week. Well, next week will never come. <laughs> it will come, but you won't start. It's like a new year's resolution. Why wait to start something? Because now you're giving yourself two roads to destination, success or failure. So why even go there? But even so, how do you do that? How do you get in, out of the way of your own success? I, I, again, I'll go back on what I said. You have to hit the pause button and sit in the audience of your own life and look at the patterns and habits and things that you're doing and really look at, is that really helping you or is it hurting you? Yeah, you know, just that statement alone of, of I, I like the idea of getting in your own audience, um, because I think one of the challenges so many people have is that we're just going through life. You know, we're just going through day to day. We're not observing Absolutely. anything, <laughs> you know, a lot of cases. Yeah. And I, I think that even starting to witness how you respond, how you react, your your negative thought, your judgment, you know, even just that. I, th I think that's step number one, isn't it? I mean, until you start seeing these things, you're never going to work on improving well, you know, how often do people actually v record themselves giving a presentation and go back yeah. and watch it before they actually give it? It's painful. Well, it's yeah. painful. Well, is it painful or <laughs> or we just don't want to admit that maybe there's a better version of us that we can improve on? It, no, I, yeah. Way better way to say it, but I know sometimes <laughs> I've, looked back, I've looked back and, and gone, wow, do I really do that? Do I really jingle my coins in my pocket all the time when I speak? I mean, it's the only way to get better. But, but John, you weren't aware of that unless you sat in the audience. Uh, it's so true. It's and so, so true. even when I work with executives on executive coaching and platform speaking, or even just leading a group of people, you know, they're leading other people who is leading them. Yep. Yep. And, and how do we lead ourselves? You know, again, there's so much going on in this world right now, and you can buy a thousand books on self-help, but none of them are going to help you. None of them are going to really make a difference in your life. And you can be really rich in, in a library of things unless you're open to change, unless you're open to growing, unless you realize self-discovery never ends. And I'm not trying to be cliche and think about every cliche I have, but there's something to be said for it. Yeah. One of the um, my favorite things, of, uh, and maybe you could set this up. I'll just I'll set it up and you you finish is that you ask your um, 
readers, you ask audience members to name their their three biggest assets. Um, and you know, generally speaking, you know, like most of us, it's material things. Maybe you can tell me something different. Well, e even when I'm doing a platform program, before we even start, and once they get to know me and I say hello and we go through this process, I usually ask that question. Like in the book, name three of your most valuable assets that you have. And they will, and they'll put it on a piece of paper. Then I'll ask them, how much time do you give those assets? You know, if, if, you're, if it's your brand new car, you're going to clean it. You're going to put gas in it. Maybe you're going to charge it. Who knows? Your house, you're going to clean whatever. And then even your portfolios, you're going to still try to manage and put some time into it. Okay, fine. You can start adding those up and I'm not going to give you an audit, but you got some time there for all those things. And then I ask them the question of move your most valuable asset to a separate column than the first three. And they look at me and they're pondering. And, and then John, moving right ahead, I'll just stop and say, listen, this is kind of a trick question. It's an analogy. You can, it's an example. The most valuable asset isn't even on the piece of paper. Nobody even questioned me by that question. Yeah. The most valuable asset is ourselves, our own mindset. And listen, all the material things in our families and everything else are very important, important. And don't get me wrong, but without you, there's nothing. And if you give time to all these other things in life, why aren't you giving time for yourself? I mean, really stop. And when the people say, well, I, I have hobbies and I jog and I do right. this and I'm Instagramming and all this is my hobby now. I'm blogging. But do you really sit and, and be present and just do what we are you know, made to do is just breathe for a moment and start to again. Now we're talking about what you brought up. Sit in the audience, mm -hmm. define the patterns and habits. Do they serve you now? And if they do, can you improve on them? This is simple stuff, folks, but, you know, just a great reminder of just resetting and updating your internal hard drive. You know, what's funny, though, is um, what you just described, that sitting and, and really taking time for yourself right now for a lot of people is one of the most stressful things they can do. I mean, you watch people sit down. They're like, oh, yeah, I got a moment here. I'm just going to sit here. And then it's like instantly on the phone. They got to have a distraction, you know, because sitting with their thoughts by themselves is scary. Right. <laughs> right. And and it's it's you know, it's one of those things that, you know, you have to get past that moment and and feel what it's like or you will constantly, you know, be looking for Facebook. Um it's you it's will. crazy. And you'll be living the dreams of other people's pictures. <laughs> yeah. You know, you'll be living the life of somebody else, but why not live your own life? And and again, I, I'm not trying to get on a soapbox here and I'm not trying to be a cheerleader here, but my job has always been to help people open up doors within themselves because there's a lot of them. And listen, I'm not saying bring up old feelings and this is not supposed to be this great, warm, fuzzy moment. No, listen, you know, you, you even brought it up and I think everybody brings it up every single day in some shape or form. Why not be a better version of ourselves? Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I, and I think that um, in, in reading through the book, you're not really prescribing what that is. You know, it's, it's, that's, I mean, I think that's the real key is that is why not give yourself choices, <laughs> yep. you know, as opposed to kind of saying, well, no, this, you know, I'm poor or I'm this or I'm that. And so I'm destined to be that. Um, I, I think that's the real key. It's not, that's why, that's why to me, it doesn't feel soapboxish because it's basically just saying, you know, let yourself go as, and be, you know, who, I mean, you get to choose um, and, you know, somebody else would choose something completely different. Um, so I think that's the positive side of it. You know, today content is everything. So our websites are really content management systems, but they've got to work like one. Check out Zephyr. It is a modern cloud-based CMS system that's licensed only 
to agencies. It's really easy to use. It's very fast. It uh, won't mess with your SEO. I mean, it really reduces the time and effort to, to launch uh, your client's websites. Beautiful themes, just really fast, profitable way to go. They include an agency services to really kind of make a, them your plug and play dev shop. Check out Zephyr.com. That is Z-E-P-H-Y-R-C-M-S.com. If I'm sitting here thinking, okay, they're talking about mindset, great, okay, I need to change. I mean, you actually have a kind of like 14 days of, of you know, activities or of things that sort of progressively, you actually even call them progressive jumps um, that, you know, you add on kind of. And I think that that, um, is that approach something that you have found that, that, you know, you don't read a book and go, yeah, I'm going to just develop some new habits. It's almost like, no, you know, take this, work on this. Now go to this. Um, right. So, so if somebody's listening and they're thinking, okay, I want to, I want to dig into this a little more. You know, what, what's the path kind of look like? That's in, a great question. The high level. <laughs> so, I, I recently sent a book to um, a colleague of mine, and and uh, first thing uh, he said was, "I'll have, I'll read it tonight. I read it over the weekend." I go, "No, don't," because well, no, no, I'll, I'll have it done. I go, "No, I don't think you understand what I'm saying. That's not the premise of the book. I don't want you to read the entire thing in one night. I want you to take." literally 10 or 15 minutes out of your day. And that's all I'm asking because I know you're busy and I know you have a lot of responsibilities and I know there's your hours of work have changed. I'm asking you 10 or 15 minutes a day just to read one chapter a day for the next 14 days. It's a 14 day challenge. Oh, and by the way, <laughs> the challenge doesn't stop after 14 days. I hope you create a pattern and habit after 14 days that serves you well and that you'll want to do the techniques and the exercises that I've shared with you in this book. And if they apply to you and you're seeing results after 14 days, this won't be one of those have to do's. It's going to be one of those I want to do. And I'm really passionate about this. I really want you to know that this is not some flip of the switch, whatever you want to do. Let's just start by hitting that pause button redirecting our mind and becoming aware of our best of intentions and let's make them our greatest accomplishments and let's not stop there. So speaking of not stopping there, um, I know from our previous conversations that you actually have an app uh, that, that is a com somewhat a companion to the book, but also then an extension, isn't it? Yeah, You're this was a, this was no overnight success. This was a multi-year project. So the app released July of the 2020 and uh, it is a, a a mobile app available on Android and iOS that as you read the book, you are supported by each chapter by an exercise and an audio track within the, uh, the app, but you can't just download the app and listen. You've got to have the book to uh, unlock that section. Of course, there's information more on, on other things from like sleeping better, reducing stress. And if you really want to dive in and deeper and, you know, go into the mindset coaching, there's a series of mindset programs that somebody can subscribe to. And, and, and there's a library of content from losing weight to having more confidence in sales and customer service to overcoming the challenges of this year. Uh, yeah. we, we even just launched a, a new section in the app for students to listen to, to help them motivate themselves through test taking and challenges of virtual and face-to-face -face classes. So uh, this is my world. I'm, I'm, a, I'm constantly putting content. Yeah, the, the app is available now, iOS and Android, and the book is available fully on Amazon and, uh, and bookstores, near, bookstores near you. And I saw that Amazon, uh, Barnes & Noble has picked it up as well. So I'm, I'm pretty excited wow. about all the different platforms. So let's give people just one taste. So you, you have, as, you, as I said, like the 14 days, you know, you kind of have different uh, skills, habits, uh, lessons. So um, I picked out one. 
Um, and maybe you could just give us a little teaser about sure. uh, the mindset magnet. You know, um, you know, we think of a magnet. We think of what a magnet does. It either attracts things to stick to or, or repels the opposite. And I think that that's one of the key premises behind leveraging your mindset. The title of the book is understanding that you can either attract the positive things you know, and let them stick. And that becomes who you are because we all know people like that. We see people at the store and they're like, oh, that's so positive. I'm going to go talk to them. I'm going to get out of the way and that's okay. I'll get back in line. And then there are people that literally are negative and you just run away from them and you want to be able to push the negativity away. And I, I know that seems like just an analogy, but it's so true. We do this every day that we have our brain and our body can be a magnet and we can either attract the positive things and repel all the negative. But at the same time, we take the constructive thoughts, what I call constructive auto thoughts or deconstructive auto thoughts and, and mesh that together. And I don't mean to get too complex there, but that's really just think of it that way. Just let's repel all the negativity, negativity, and let's attract new suggestions that guide us daily. So I may be putting you on the spot here because um, I know as an author, you know, when somebody says on page 36, you said this. And I'm like, uh, I wrote that two years ago. <laughs> I'm not sure what's on page 36. But but you end the chapters. And I like books that do this with, with uh, something you call software updates and progressive jumps. They're kind of like, here's what to do now or here's what you learned. So in the in the mindset magnet, can you give us an example of like what would be a lesson or what would be an update in 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 that, you know, that, that coincides with that. Well, we're on video, so I can share. I have my book right here and I'll cheat, but I don't even have to cheat. I'll, I'll actually just tell you. So, you know, again, the words, words, I would say words are magic to a receptive listener. And John, you know, one of the things that I want people to do is be more conscious and aware of their thoughts, meaning, and again, well, I'm, I'm mindful. I, I make, I'm careful about my words, but I think that goes beyond that. I think we don't, really sit and write down the words that we should be saying sometimes, meaning I can be successful. I am successful. I mean, that's a profound effect. I can, or I am. Mm -hmm. And when, and you'll see within the book, I, I call these the, I am statements, you know, I am losing weight versus I can lose weight. I am successful and I am happy. I can't be happy. I mean, Again, I don't want to give people a choice. I want to yeah. give you direction. And I, and I think when you write these things down like a grocery list and, and people are like, well, I got to go to work. No, this doesn't work. This is like structure. You're, you're becoming a programmer. I mean, this is pretty cool. Programming sounds hard. It's, I don't know how to do software. I don't know how to write code. You do. Let's, let's write code for yourself right now. And so what I want people to do, these progressive jumps, these action steps at the end of the book, at, at the end of each chapter is to literally start to learn how to write their own code. And that's just the simplicity of what words are magic to your receptive listening device. Awesome. So Ricky, thanks so much for dropping by the uh, duct tape marketing podcast. You want to tell people where they can find, uh, you've already talked about the book, but just maybe more information on you. Of course, my website, rickycalman.com, that's spelled R-I-C-K-Y-K-A-L-M-O-N.com. You can look me up online, all the information. But of course, the uh, the book is available on Amazon, Kindle, uh, like I said, Barnes and & Noble and, and bookstores, bookstores near you. Uh, and also the mobile app can be dev- uh, downloaded at your app store, whether it's Google Play or the app store for Apple. And um, listen, I, I'm one of those people, and I think you know this already, I answer emails, I answer the posts. So if you follow me on social media, uh, it, it's, it, it's me. It really <laughs> is. I, I'm pretty, in, in the hundreds of emails a day, I will get to them. 
Um, but I, I do respond personally still to this day. Awesome. Borgie, thanks so much. Hopefully we'll run into you uh, next time uh, we're out there on the road. Awesome. Thank you, my friend. I appreciate you.